On today's first round KO, we talk a lot about the Washington football team and their new scandal. Um, So we go into a lot of detail about that and the growing details that is that situation. Then we talk about Derrick Henry and Miles Garrett new deals in the NFL. We talk about MLB umps pulling out of the season. Yasiel Puig signing with the Atlanta Braves. Oh, we also discuss Dak versus Carson Wentz, what we would rather or which quarterback we'd rather have on our team. Um, couple other things here and there and we also preview wwe extreme rules for this sunday let's get it i'm on the move with it they all watching like what do you do with it it's a night i'm on the move with it they all watching like what do you do with it look at them go look at them go Welcome to the most must-hear sports talk show in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers. On a day early this week, because I'm going on vacation, and it also timed out really well because there's a huge news story that broke today. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I'm so glad, because we were going to record yesterday, because I'm leaving tomorrow morning. I haven't packed for my trip yet. <laughs> eh. Eh. Also... Joined by Hanson McElvain. Yeah, I, I f- actually fell asleep yesterday, and we weren't able to record, so that's on me. But it happens no, to the best of us. <laughs> yesterday was an iffy day, and I'll tell you after we start recording why, um, or after we stop recording. Um, that's an off-mic conversation. But anyway, <laughs> um, I'm glad we didn't record last night because we would not have been able to talk about this. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so... Because I don't know all the facts yet. I've been at work most of the day. You know a lot about this. I know a little bit about what's going on, but I'm excited to talk about this. First off, I have to compliment you on your amazing shirt. That Thank That you. is, Mouse Rat is my, one of my favorite fictional bands behind Spinal Tap. So, um, Yeah, it's Mouse Rat and Lemonade Mouth for me. Uh, Those are my two favorites. Yeah, okay. Lemonade Mouth, I feel like, is such an underrated movie. See, I was like, never a fan. I was kind of like... <sighs> Because we were on the older end of that when that came out. Yes. So I never um, really got into that. I had the benefit of a younger brother who still watched Disney uh, Channel for a very okay. long time. So I, I still caught like Sweet Life on Deck and like yep. Jesse and that kind of stuff, which are quality TV shows. Definitely. Um, the so last I caught Lemonade them. Mouth. Yes, exactly. So I caught Lemonade Mouth and I, it, it's, it's one of my most, I think it's my favorite underrated Disney movie. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, let's Are get we into the juicy stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am going with the classic A&W cream soda because I'm going to sleep after this. And Fair caffeine's enough. not a thing. What you drinking? Kona Big Wave. Ooh. Genuinely, I, it's up there with Summer Shandy as my favorite beer. Really? It's so good. It's a golden ale. And I love everything Kona. It's uh, is that on your end? What is yeah, going on? Yeah, that's on my end. I, I live across from Fox Meadows. So it's basically like if a third of, I'm not even kidding you. If I go three days within a seven week sp- or seven day span within a week and not have sirens going across the street, that is a oh. good week. I just realized I'm not recording on my end. Um, I know completely what you're talking about. I lived in Fox Meadows for two years. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I actually, I found out this last week that this building that I currently live in is over 60 years old. Holy. Yeah, and that, that's old for Whitewater. That's old well, for Whitewater. But let's get yes, into this is. news here. We, we got some big stuff. Yeah, well, 
hi youtube viewers oh. i sorry i didn't hit record earlier <laughs> yeah yeah maybe you could just do like a, a little like cover up or something so they can hear the beginning yeah. parts yeah, or oh, not they, it doesn't yeah. really matter but too actually much. that's true i could put the audio without the video yeah, yeah the, the, they'll be fine they'll chill um all right so the washington okay so we referenced pat mcafee a lot on this show especially recently and yes. there's going to be a lot more pat mcafee references just a heads up for all of our viewers slash listeners Trust me, before I had you start coming on regularly, Pat was like almost a staple in this. Pat, I would talk about him almost every day. So, well, he's a really good source of information. He uh, is just the best human being ever. Especially now that he, now that AJ Hawk is such a big part of his show, that makes mm -hmm. me even more tied to it because of his Wisconsin roots. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. It must be a big one. I keep hearing him. Yeah, that's um, kind of crazy. We're going to power through, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll be gooch. So, the Washington name TBDs have uh, have gotten in a bit more trouble. There, there was a Washington, there was a Washington, um, Washington Post article that was kind of starting rumored about a week ago, about six days ago, that was starting to catch some steam. And then last last night, going into this morning, we all were hearing like, okay. There's going to be this big, big blockbuster article that the Post is going to write. Because nobody puts posts on Fridays or posts anything on Fridays. If you put a story out on Fridays, they go to die. That's like a known yes. thing in media. So yes. they had to get it out by Thursday night. Fifteen former employees from, I believe it was 2006 to 2019, it was 13 years, have come forward and said that multiple people within the the Washington football organization have been sexual have been committing sexual misconduct among other things of that variety. So it's uh th there's three men cited specifically in the audio that's Larry Michael, Alex Santos and Richard Mann. I believe Larry Michael was the radio announcer. Um but one of the one of the three of those guys was the radio announcer. Okay. Um, the radio announcer stepped down last week uh, abruptly, and um, the two other guys were uh, VP or like were higher ups in the front office, and they were let go earlier in the summer. Um, gotcha. About a week ago, the the I almost said their name, the Washington Football Team organization hired the lawyer of Brett Kavanaugh. If, I don't know if that name rings a bell. He is now a Supreme Court justice. He was the one that was crying in a courtroom about drinking beer with his buddies. Yeah. He, the same lawyer has been hired by the Washington Football Club to do an independent study or research on uh, their internal operations and their culture. So basically wow. they got ahead of the curve. Um as as I said, this was something that was getting blown up really big. We're expecting it to be really big. And I don't think it's done. It sounds like there's some more. Pat actually came out and said later in the later part of his show today that there might even be some possible things with the Washington football team paying off refs. So that, that was an allegation with no merit. There's also some articles I've seen in a couple places from smaller news outlets. So I don't know how much I can trust them. But maybe, maybe speculating that some of the men in the, the ownership circle for the Redskins, not necessarily the owners, the main owner or owners, um, might be a part of Jeffrey Epstein's 
uh, little circle. DC was one of the big spots for him. So um, I, I don't know if that has any merit, but uh, Dan Snyder's looking like he's in a lot of trouble right now. Even more so than he already was in. First of all, if they paid off the reps, they obviously didn't pay them enough. That, that's what my dad <laughs> said, too. He goes, obviously, they didn't do a good enough job cheating. Because earlier, it was like, there's in-game things is what Pat was talking about on his podcast today. So it was like, there's in-game things that they were doing. What are they doing? And uh, it turns out like that seems to be the, the most of it. Um, but the result of this is the, the 40% stake that group the, um, hired an investment firm to start vetting out potential buyers for that 40% yeah. of the franchise. Um, in my opinion, it'd still be absolutely crazy if Snyder sold the team. Well, and another thing that Pat, I, I, cause I small or I saw a small clip snippet of uh, Pat and uh, AJ's show today where they were talking about how, you know, Goodell does have the power to force him to sell. Um, yeah. So that, that, that's an option, especially if more things come out. Um, yeah. It's looking more and more like, you know, I mean, and like people just on the name of the team, people have been calling for Dan Schneider's head for years. Um, so this could be a catalyst for Roger Goodell to say, okay, it's time you got to go. Like, even if it's someone in the minority group uh, of the ownership to step up and buy the rest of the team, like make a higher stake in the team, or if it's someone else, like we talked about before, someone like, you know, uh, on the nationals in, in that ownership group or, you know, some, or just an outside name coming in to, to make it, I think this could be, and I, if I had to say it probably will be the end of Dan Schneider's tenure in Washington, which, you know, from the sounds of it is probably a good thing. And maybe it's a good thing for the organization as a whole. They can kind of, they can rebrand with a new owner. They have a very young quarterback. They have a young running back. They have a lot of young pieces on that team for them to kind of turn a corner. Um, and, and, and even a new head coach in Ron Rivera, who's yeah, a very well, respected extremely coach. well respected. Like he's like and, as good as it gets. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's been very outspoken. Like he was one of the first people to come out and say, yeah, I would love for this team to change their name. Um, so that's, that's gotta be big. Um, yeah, I, I think if anything, this is going to be good for Washington, honestly, like it, it, from, from the sounds of it you know, even taking up all the scandalous stuff out of it, it, it doesn't seem like Dan Snyder was even a good owner for that team. No. And, and, we, and um, we've seen the, we've seen the results of that. In, yeah. In the results of their season. Yeah. And these women have come out and said that Dan Snyder did not do anything himself. Um, but the men in his inner circle that did um, kind of reported to him. And then in turn, Snyder kind of created this fear culture that made the those women, those fifteen women, like fearful about coming out and saying something. If you're tied to the boss and the boss knows that you're doing stuff, you're basically invincible. Which and this is terrible. I'm not advocating for this yeah. whatsoever, yeah, 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 yeah. obviously, but like it it is unfortunately a part of business in general. Like we and we've seen this that we just got through looking at this in the wrestling scene which was extremely depressing to me like a lot of uh, wrestling schools got shut down because of a lot of content or conduct that was being held like a lot of schools a lot of trainers were fired from their jobs were fired from the companies that they work with a lot of people stripped of titles 
Like a lot of people are out of the wrestling business now um, because of this. And it's, it's part of business. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying it's okay. I absolutely don't condone anything. Yeah, like this. No, I course. wish it wasn't a part of it. Um, but it doesn't surprise me is kind of what I'm getting at that the people inside Dan Schneider's inner circle there, um, had the, the the power i guess you could say to to kind of do this yeah and i it, it's also like it's gymnastics is another big one that's coming out we're starting to hear stuff about women's volleyball on the collegiate level and club level specifically so which this, is it's horrifying again, it's it, it is horrifying and it and it's not again it's not really surprising because it is especially something like gymnastics and we talk about olympic athletes all the time dedicating their life and training you know three and a half uh years for that couple months stretch and a lot of it is at a very young age so they do get taken advantage of it's extremely scary and just it's horrible that this happens it's just absolutely terrible yeah the manipulative circumstances these young women get put into is absolutely unacceptable totally unacceptable um and it this is this is something that has no place in sports obviously it has no place anywhere so it to see this starting to come out now especially when the washington football team is looking like such an already awful franchise Mm -hmm. like i guess the better question is who would buy them if they were went up for the majority went up for sale because the minority owners are trying to already get out dan snyder is already like the fifth wealthiest person in dc so then if it's not somebody in DC, because everybody else is political outside of him, if it's not yeah, Dan Snyder, who comes right. in and buys them? Do they maybe want to move the team? Because there, there's still a, there's a market in San Antonio that, that's really wanting a team, you know? It, I mean, there's, yeah. Salt Lake City doesn't have a football team. So they're, they're, I mean, Canada's always been mentioned. Mexico City's uh, been mentioned yep. recently. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Toronto or uh, Toronto, you could even make an argument for Montreal. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of really good places that are looking for National League or National Football League football, you know? I don't know other than the ones that we mentioned last week uh, as far as buyers go. I, I don't have that well of an uh, – you, I don't have that much knowledge on that four kind of billion. Thing. Yeah, I and that's kind of what I, the magic number is for a hundred percent. I don't pay enough attention to celebrities to know how much they have. I yeah. know that they have a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I I wouldn't be able to pull a name out of my ass to to say. But I I do like the idea that we've had before of the Nationals, <clears throat> poss- or the yeah. I think we talked about the Nationals possibly going in on that. Um, yep. But um, as far as the timing i what struck i don't know what the hell that was what struck me um about what you were saying earlier is that they they kind of started their own internal investigation uh the people who weren't they were ready for it they they knew what was going i think somebody from the post tipped them off like hey this is gonna happen whether you like it or not i'm letting you know now I, I almost think fireworks are happening close to me. Anyway, yeah. um, where was I? Oh, I like the move because uh, obviously I like the move Do the yeah. investigation, get rid of these people. But I think they see this as an opportunity mm-hmm. as, uh, the, you know, they already know they're changing names. 
like I said, they're probably going to have to change owners. They already have a new coach. They have a young team. This is a really, really good opportunity to clean all that out. They jumped ahead of it. They know that they have almost this fresh start coming to, to really change the culture and evaluate everything and see what's going on, get rid of the bad eggs, and really just create a new team and a new culture. I, so I'm, I, it, That's what struck me is that it feels like they are ready for that and they do see that future. And for that specific reason, that's why they shouldn't go by Washington. They should go by D.C., and they should change their colors. All. Yeah. I agree. Because if they completely disassociate the Dan Snyder era, even if he still owns the team, this old Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder of old is a better way to say that, he's done. You know, he, he's not the stubborn guy that didn't want to change the racist name of his NFL team. So, I, I, I yeah. D.C. And, Nationals, because then you have the Washington Nationals and the D.C. Well, Nationals. I, I like the D.C. Federals. Because you have the that. Federals, the Nationals. And then the Capitals for hockey. There's a lot of lot of Fed jokes there that will. Well, be you made already by have the Sanders. the Capitals and, and the Nationals. Why not do the Federals? You know. I think we mentioned Senators too. Yeah, or you do the Presidents. That's that. It's not great, about that, but, but there's it's, not. There's only one President though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you could be the Rushmores. The Congressman. That actually, I don't hate that. The D.C. Congress. No, I just I. <laughs> I don't know. I might have to give this more thought. I've been meaning to give you this more thought. You could be the DC execs, like the executive branch. I don't know. If we're throwing names out, I'm just coming up with shit. Yeah. You know, like, so again, and they need all Eagles, the help they if, can get right now. <laughs> if Eagles weren't taken, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, I'm also a fan of the Liberty. I, I know that's a WNBA team. Ooh. But I DC think DC Liberty, yeah, that kind of that works. So quite, or the, or the freedom, that. I like the freedom too. The DC freedom because we're the land of the free, home of the brave. So I mean, there, Listen, there's there's a lot of the constitutionals. You know, like I can go on all day. Jesus, the Lincoln. Oh my goodness, I'm liking this team less and less the more we talk about it. I. Listen, I'm not in love with our country right now. No, no, me either. That's the more about the orange guy. The freedom. I, yes, I, yeah. Um, I don't hate the freedom. I like Liberty more. Yeah, no, it's a good one. That it, is a good one. Like I said, already a name of a WNBA franchise. I don't think that would stop an NFL team. Can That can still happen, though, because you can. Well, so here's my theory. I think it's actually on their list of names. Because should be um, th- there is another party. So there was a guy that bought up a bunch of uh, a bunch of um, copyright for a bunch of different names, trademark rights, excuse me, not copyright, trademark rights on a bunch of different names. And allegedly he got a couple that the, the Washington Football Club were looking for. So they've been in contract negotiations with him to try to buy some of that off of him. But there's also been another party involved that hasn't really been mentioned that I've been reading about. So that might possibly be the Liberty Ownership Group. So hmm. we'll see. We'll have to see. It's uh, it's a very interesting idea for sure. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and I'm sure we'll have more to talk about next time we record too. I'm sure there's still going to be more out, like you said. I think this is yeah. just the beginning. Um, stuff like this normally snowballs. I would hate to see – 
more teams involved, if more yeah. teams start to come out, which it, you know, it, it happens all the time. We saw it with the speaking out movement, the spe- uh, and, uh, the, the me too, move, like yep. all this kind of stuff, it just kind of snowballs. I say unfortunate because I don't like seeing those kind of people in the world. I know they're there. Um, that, that sounds that this is we're finally in a time and a place where it is okay or not it shouldn't even say okay it's where it's becoming easier to make known what is going on and what has gone on so this doesn't have to keep going on in the future i want to rephrase what i said because i know it sounded a little i i don't i hate that they're in sports because i know i i want to believe that it's a good culture and that it's a safe culture but it's not so it yeah. is good i'm not saying it's not good that it's that this is a great thing it's great that the wrestling thing happened i say it's depressing because a lot of those guys i looked up to and now i don't yeah <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. and it's just it's unfortunate to know that they're like that you know and so it is going to be unfortunate but it's also going to be great that this yeah. kind of cleaning happens so i do definitely I do, and I don't hope that more come out. We're going to see a, a renaissance in professional sports, I think, starting within the next decade, which, is, which, which everybody should be excited for after we get coronavirus handled in the next three years, because that's optimistic at this point. A- after, just wear your damn mask, people. Just wear work. your damn mask. I had to, okay, so, quick sidebar. I, at the cut. Walmart in Whitewater is now starting Monday, I All believe. Walmarts. Masks. Na- All Walmarts. Nationwide, right. yeah. Which I thought they were required anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been like, wearing one for two months. <laughs> I had, I've been wearing mine since March, since I got mine from Etsy. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I've been wearing it forever. I, I've had, I had so many customers while I was at work today complaining to me that they're going to have to start wearing Max at Walmart. I was like, start, come on. Like what? I was like, no, this is good that we're forcing people to. Because I think you guys should at the liquor store. Listen, <laughs> I don't want to say too much. <laughs> you, you I would don't lose think the that's customer going... base. Yeah. No, I'm I'm worried about speaking about our owner. Yeah. I doubt that it's gonna get out there, but I don't think that's going to happen because the day that the bars opened, Rick's was open, and okay, okay, like I just don't. You unfortunately, don't see that. Don't see that. Yeah. Okay. No. That's fair. That's fair. I wish it happened because legitimately, I think it's about fifteen percent of my customers now come in with masks on. That's it. It it's so low the amount of people that wear masks it's ridiculous. Whew. It's scary. It's just people look at New Zealand. Why have we not learned from New Zealand? Because they, they are, haven't let a female run our country yet. They are COVID free. They have had so many football games, soccer games, uh, uh, with so many fans. They're they're COVID free. Yeah, And we are the worst of anyone because Uh no one will wear a fucking mask. And they're still trying to send their kids back to school. Like I said, I think I tweeted this out last week. If I had the means to move to the UK right now, I would. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm all on board for Australia or New Zealand. English speaking. Yes. uh, No firearms. Can't deal with the spiders. So, uh, and you don't have spiders in the city. In the I mean, suburbs. yeah. I know, so, just, you you'd be good. I would I would be okay in Australia. I would like Australia. Yeah, but no, I'm very Sydney's I'm very a... I'm very infatuated with the people in the UK and and the culture and all. I, yeah, I just quite that's like fair. It. Totally fair. 
So yeah, anyway. the the Washington TBDs are uh, at it again. League. At it again. They're uh, hopefully going to be a whole new franchise soon, right? I just I feel yeah. bad for Haskins, kid with so much upside, and now he's yes. he's sitting in this organization that not is like beyond limbo at this point. Like it's on its way down to hell. Like it, it lost in limbo. So yeah, it's it's looking wild. Is there any news on Cleveland? Have they have they moved? Have they done anything? I, I think over to they're just getting quick. rid of the Indian. Uh, they're logo. still the yeah. They're still the for Indians now, for now. Fair enough. Because I think I, they're gonna go along the lines of kind of what the Braves and Chiefs are doing, where it's like we're honoring them, but hmm. literally, the term Indian is yeah, just so literally incorrect. not incorrect, awful. And yeah. it refers to Christopher Columbus, who was a genuinely horrible human being that yes. we, for some reason, have immortalized and treat him like a pseudo-god. Dude committed genocide and rape. Yeah, and, and literally stole land from thousands of thousands of people and killed them over it. Like, it was like it was nothing. Like, it was nothing. So, yeah, um, I hope they change their name. And if they don't, just take the baseball team out of Cleveland. No one goes <laughs> there they, anyway. Didn't they already change the logo? They, they got rid of Chief whatever his name was. Yeah. And, and now they're just the C for now. But didn't they do that last season? They they uh they still had the, the Chief on the, the, the arms. Or was it no, last year, did they have the All-Star game? Was that what I, it was? I'm pretty sure they had the the C logo last year. Yeah, but they're I'm almost confident. They still had the chief on their sleeve cuz they're going to be the only team this year without having any sleeve logo. Huh. Yeah. So I mean why not just whatever. I it, it's stupid. It shouldn't have had it for the last The fact ever. that they're not the fact that they're not changing they should be very happy with this Redskins news with the Washington news because <laughs> That now they're being overshadowed. Now they're because there should be an uproar that they have not taken away the their Indian. I think there. it's different. It, it shouldn't be, but in the public eyes, it's different because it's not in our nation's capital, and yeah, but it's I'm also still, not a good franchise. I, I I understand that the I understand that the Washington Football Club is probably the worst franchise in football right now, but like I, there, you close. weigh football and baseball a little bit differently. That's fair. So um, anyway, that name change is imminent. It's going to happen at some point. I think so, too. Um, do you want to stay in football? Should we move to baseball? We can do whatever you please. It's your show. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's stay in football because there's two uh, there's two deals that I want to talk about that Ooh. have happened slash are going to happen. One happened for sure. I think the other is if it hasn't happened, it's going to happen. Um, first, Derrick Henry. He finally he, – he's getting paid. I don't yes. have the details in front of me. I'm not as prepared as I should be. Um, let me try to – I got you. There. I got you. Yeah. Oh, not stats. Google, you silly. Derrick Henry contract. Derrick Henry signs a four-year, $50 million deal. Two, 25.5 guaranteed. Yeah, that's really good for a running back. Yes, it is. And it's well-deserved. Um, I think he, and he's durable enough too, where he deserves that kind of big contract. Um, I think that's still friendly these... to the, to the Titans too, for, for what his performance is. Oh, for, absolutely. For what he does for them. That's definitely friendly towards the Titans. 
and they kind of had to go friendly because of the Tannehill deal. Yeah. Um, and they do. I think they have a lot of money tied up on the defensive side of the ball, even though they're losing quite a bit of people. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I think that's a. I think Henry probably realized that where he said, you know, Tannehill got money, and we're losing a lot of people. We might need to pay some other people. You, oh no! Need... Got to go for fifty mil. Yeah, <laughs> Darn. Um, I wanted a yeah. Patrick Mahomes deal. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, good for the Titans. I don't have too much to say on that. Like, that's good to lock him up. He was, and when I say a beast, he is the beast of beasts. Like, he's just incredible. Yeah. So he's I think good. his, I think his stiff arm rating was something like ninety nine on the game. Wouldn't surprise right. me. His biceps look like my thighs. Um. So he, uh, he's slated to make twelve and a half per year. That makes him the fifth highest paid running back in the NFL, trailing the 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 goat of of running backs christian mccaffrey who would look really good in green and gold at some point but i don't think that's ever going to happen uh ezekiel elliott at 15 mccaffrey's at 16 Le'Veon bell is at 13 one and texans david johnson is at 13 i still cannot believe that the cardinals <laughs> offloaded that contract and johnson and to get hopkins. deandre hopkins yeah that is one of the best trades one-sided trades that i've ever is, seen is larry fitzgerald still playing yes so he's got two fantastic murray's got two fantastic weapons especially if not only two healthy. they have john brown they have andy yeah. isabella john john brown is that who i'm thinking of i think so that sounds right i think so they have someone and they have andy isabella still who we have not seen nearly enough from yet like they have an incredible and they have Kenyon Drake they have an incredible offense next year yeah like, their defense is kind of where you start they still have Chandler Jones they still have so DeAndre Patrick Hopkins Peterson. Christian Kirk Larry Fitzgerald Christian An Kirk Andy Isabella Keyshawn Johnson Hakeem Butler that that's your top Christian six Kirk is John so, Brown's over I think John Brown's in Buffalo now yeah yeah um yeah, Christian Kirk is who I was thinking. Like, Kirk and Isabella have not reached their potential yet. And, you know, there's a chance they don't, but Isabella is a very talented young guy. And he, especially learning from Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald, like, he could turn out to be something special. He could be a huge, huge weapon as that third-string guy. Well, here's what and I'll Kirk. also tell you. The injury-prone Kyler Murray has a not-too-bad backup behind him, Mr. Brett Hundley. <laughs> Who honestly, I really liked him when he was in green Dude, and gold. I watched him on Monday Night Football live at Lambeau Field get shut out by the Ravens. Uh, Who the hell did we play? Maybe it was the Lions, or it was some crap game. Like it was <laughs> terrible. It's thank God I got hammered because oh my God. <laughs> That was a terrible dude. My first two football games was a preseason game against the chiefs, which was fun, but like it's preseason. I didn't get to yeah. see Rogers or Nelson or anyone like yeah. that. And then I got to watch Brett Hunley start for the goal scoreless on Monday night football. That was terrible. But then last year I finally got to see the Packers beat the bears. Get this last time I went to a live Packers game, Brett Favre was the quarterback. Whoa. Yeah. I don't like the cold. And I don't like the hot. So there's like a two week period of games I can go to that are normally sold out. So I wore 
I wore four layers of pants and six layers of top and a hat and like four pairs of socks and told and about a half a dozen beers. (laughs) I was, I was fine. I I was literally so plus fantasy. I had one of my best fantasy football weeks. That that was a great week. Um, (laughs) So between the clothes and the booze and the fantasy football, you made it all work. I was all good. And that one, that time I went and saw, we saw Brett Favre play. We were actually in one of the boxes. So I didn't even sit out in the elements either. I've I've been in the boxes not for games but for two, I went on multiple multiple tours of Lambeau through different classes. Well, I've been, um, yeah I've been up there too for food and stuff. I yeah. just haven't been up there for games because you can't get tickets for those two weeks where it's the weather is okay. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Uh, staying with football, another deal that is done. Uh, Miles Garrett extension with Cleveland with the Cleveland Browns includes a hundred million guaranteed most for a defensive player um that's what happens when you don't get hurt you know or at least have a long history of injuries and you put out really high performance but he was suspended pretty like he listen he's a truck okay here's the other thing i i don't remember the exact stat but it's something like since 2012 they've signed one (laughs) or re-signed one they've extended one of their first round picks and they had like 12 of them in a certain amount of it's something crazy in like eight years they've had 12 first round picks and they've only extended one first of all terrible drafting we know this because they're the browns but like i don't know i i get that he's fantastic and he was gonna get the money wherever he went it's probably smart that he but i just can't believe that he got that amount of money after almost killing a man yeah national tv yeah yeah like that was the last I heard of Miles Garrett, and then all of a sudden he's getting a million dollars guaranteed, or a hundred million guaranteed. I mean, yeah. So like, we'll see what uh, ends up becoming of his career after. That. I'm sure part of the deal is you gotta behave, man. Like I understand it's football, but you gotta behave. So that would be a five year extension. Which yeah, he's young. You should. Um, I. Uh, and yeah, that beats out Khalil's Mack, previously high uh, defensive player. Um, what what? Because he was guaranteed uh, ninety million, and average salary was twenty three. But his is hundred million guaranteed, a uh, twenty five average salary, which is just crazy. So, I I don't know if you've been hearing any of this, but the Sean Watson is kind of in talks to be getting a new. Uh, well, yes. one likes to call a mega deal. Um, as as he should, somewhere around that like thirty five a year guaranteed range, which yep. is like not Patrick Mahomes numbers, but like you're you're pretty quickly approaching like that makes him I believe a top three paid quarterback that puts him above Russell Westbrook or Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. Oh geez, I do it, that all the time. Yeah, Russell Wilson, um, definitely puts him over Aaron Rodgers, um, but. I, I don't think that we're going to see another Patrick Mahomes deal done unless Trevor Lawrence looks really good. Either Lawrence or Murray. I could see Kyler maybe. I I think he's too short and he's too injury prone. Yeah. His, his game style is running out of the pocket and he can't. Yeah. Re- him and him and Lamar. Yeah. I, yeah. Burrow was the other one that I was thinking. Burrow, if he turns out to be like what he was in college, like if he's able to turn that up into a pro level, why okay, not here's what i'll tell you what were the uh, wide receivers at lsu doing before touchdown plays 
playing rock, you... paper, scissors to see who would get it. Like they that was were... Alabama. Well, okay. Say, but they were basically doing the same thing to opponents. Okay, okay, yes. His team yes. was so good. But did you see the okay? I completely agree with you that yes, the the level of wide receiver play, like uh, but but there's a difference. There's still it like he had a lot of soon to be pro receivers, but like a pro receiver is still a pro receiver. L- listen, here's my thing. I ragged on Tua for that, for that exact reason, literally for the rock, paper, scissors thing, because, but Tua would not hit their guys in stride. He would not necessarily, he wouldn't always hit, you know, the in stride, he would throw behind. They were never, I wouldn't say, I can't say never, but they were often not perfect balls. Joe Burrow reminds me the, the way he throws the ball, the way the ball actually moves in the air reminds me so much of Drew Brees. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The way he's able to put air underneath and Aaron Rodgers, honestly, the, yeah. the, the ball catchability on his throws is ridiculous. The air he puts under it, the angles he puts it at, and the way he hits them in stride, the dude's accuracy is incredible. I, I, I totally get the argument and we are going to see what he can do in Cincinnati, but I'm saying if he can do what he, what he has shown that he can do, I, I, very much could see him getting that next deal because the Bengals are like, well, we have our guy. We need to. And they probably have, they're going to have the cap space too. Like they, they really don't have anybody locked in. And looking at it, I was like, well, who do they really have besides AJ Green? They got Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Like they've got and kind of like. Do they still have John Ross? They do still have John Ross. So they, they've got three, four really good, really good talents on the out. So and Joe Mixon. I'm telling that offense could be really good. I don't know what the line is. We've talked about this. I don't know what their line is. Yeah. That, that offense could be good. Well, yeah. So, and you also have to hope Mixon doesn't get hurt. Cause I mean, it looks like I don't really know who anybody else is on this depth chart when it comes to their running backs, never really heard of them. So that doesn't help. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's really going to come down to the offensive line. Burroughs is a pocket quarterback. He's, he's old school. He, uh, mm-hmm. he very old school. Um, I bet you he develops kind of an Aaron Rodgers type run game, though. He's gonna have to. He's he's solid on his feet. Yeah, I watched so, yeah. so many LSU games last year. I I love Joe Burrow. I really I have his college jersey. I, <laughs> I literally have it. I don't have many college jerseys. I have his. Um, so speaking of quarterbacks getting slash not getting paid, I want to, so I saw this on CBS Sports. And I want to ask you this question. I want us to debate this. Which quarterback would you rather have this season? I guess they specified Dak Prescott or Carson Wentz. And oh. this conversation, this conversation was sparked. Let me, let me kind of preface this. This conversation was sparked because they're both rated 84 and Madden. Their stats, uh, I think overall. Yeah. Their overall stats, uh, touchdowns. They both have 97, uh, interceptions 36 for Dak and 35 for Wentz wins is 40 for Dak and 32 for Wentz, but games played, um, Dak has played eight more games than Carson Wentz. Yeah, I go with Dak and I don't really, that for me, that's not much of a question because I feel like Dak is a bit more well-rounded than Carson Wentz's Dak can get out of the pocket a bit easier. He's a bit quicker. I his arm might even be a bit stronger. I don't know about. I think accuracy is. Mm. I think accuracy is where Carson Wentz wins. But if you're talking just like sheer athleticism, and 
I like it. De- it depends who the team's around. You don't just only play a quarterback, right? You need to have. Well, no, but it, like, say and... you're about to build a team around this guy. Like, obviously, you're not just gonna pluck him on. Well, it, no, you're if gonna... I, if I'm taking, I take Dak. If I'm building a team, he's also like he's got the most upside. Still to this day, I... there, there's a reason why Jerry Jones is like tiptoeing around not signing him, which he didn't end up signing him. They did not. They're gonna have to franchise yeah. tag him again. Why wouldn't he's going to be a free agent? So why wouldn't you sign him? It sounds like he wants to go somewhere else, but there's not a market for quarterbacks right now. I don't think he understands that. Yes and no, because I I do agree. Most teams have a starting quarterback at this point, um, especially since Cam Newton went to the to the Patriots. But I mean, you have teams who have young quarterbacks who they're trying out. If those quarterbacks don't work, if Tua ends up not working out. If <laughs> mm, I didn't say it, <laughs> wasn't gonna bring up. But but like you look at Chicago, if Trubisky, yeah. uh, his leash is his leash has got to be short. Foles. They have Nick Foles, yeah. but he has you know other than other than his Super Bowl, um, you know. But like the, I, there, the market is obviously not as big as it used to be. Yeah. Um, for a quarterback to leave and try to go get money, I don't know. This conversation when I first saw this. I was stumped because I am not a big Dak guy. I think like I don't said, like I him th- either. I don't. I truly don't. But I'd still pick him. His accuracy is not good. I still think t- whenever I think of Dak, and this is probably because I'm a Packers fan, but be- I think of that throw to Amari Cooper to start the Packer game where he throws so far behind him and it gets tipped into Jair's hands. But like a lot of his, I don't. His accuracy isn't good. The only reason his numbers are his numbers is because he's had guys like Des Bryant early. He had um, Amari. He has Amari Cooper. Now, now he's going to have uh, the CD lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had Jason Witten and he has Zeke. He has yeah. Zeke. He's a solid. He, you have more stacked boxes against Zeke than most other teams because you have that. And that opens up the throwing lanes. I don't like, I don't know. Uh, let's say that like put Carson Wentz on the put Carson Wentz on the Cowboys with that offensive line. He's probably protected more. He probably doesn't have to run as much. He probably doesn't get hurt as often. He has Zeke as an option. He probably Randall Cobb more. still is still there. Oh God. Randall Cobb. Tavon Austin. If they had for a while too, like all these weapons for Dak. I'm like, <sighs> I think the arguments it it's extremely close in my mind. I don't think Wentz, is anything super special. He's a very good athlete, but he does make a lot of mistakes. Um, he doesn't necessarily have the IQ of a lot of other quarterbacks. And he, he's not as good if he doesn't have a good line. I think that's a big part because he's much and more pocket-oriented. But, like, put put him behind the Cowboys offensive line that Dak has had for most of his career? Yeah. Like, I personally – this was so hard for me because, like, I always think, like, yes, I would want Wentz. But like that's almost it's even hard for me to say. But like I think I am leaning a little more towards Wentz in that like Yeah. Cause I mean you gotta imagine you add those eight games uh to Wentz that he hasn't played compared to Dax. And like I mean he's he's behind eight wins, not necessarily guaranteed those eight games are eight wins, yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. he inches closer to that. The interceptions might go up a little more, but he's gonna have he has the same amount of touchdowns in eight less games. You also you know, have to I, remember 
Dak has Ezekiel Elliott behind him. That's what I. So he's scoring a lot of touchdowns on the ground. I don't know. Personally, I think Wentz. I, I would go with Wentz. I, I really do. I, I would prefer to go with Wentz, but my gut feeling is still Dak. Just just the sheer athleticism. I'm actually I'm playing through a second QB1 on Madden right now, and I had a bazooka guy that was like big, long, and like down the field. Now I have a scrambler that, that's basically a Garter, Garter Minshew, which is kind of what I'm like trying to – he's got the mustache and everything. Um, that that's and I feel like that's more of what Dak is. He's a scrambler. He can get out of the pocket. He's really good at quickly setting his feet and getting a ball down downfield, hopefully to a are receiver you, after he <laughs> passes like the twenty five yard line. Are but you telling the, the me short that game? They, they need to play a tell- short game. Are you telling me that Carson Wentz is not a runner? <laughs> no, no, no. He is. He is. But uh, something yeah. about Dak's ability to be able to get out of the pocket and still keep composure at his young age. He's young still. So upside. If you're talking about building a team, it's all about upside for me with him. <laughs> you watch the Cowboys Jets from last year and tell me you still want Dak Prescott. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you, you, you gave me Dak Prescott and Carson once. And I, <laughs> you know, it's, I know. It's like, <laughs> I've, I, I think it's an int- it, it, it it is kind of a hard decision for me. And I, I'm not, I, I don't like the Cowboys. I've never liked Dak Prescott, but like, it still is a hard decision for me, but yeah. Um, I have rookie running back ratings here because they have released a lot more Madden ratings, but I think we should save that. And we should actually just do a full segment on Madden, Madden ratings. ratings. Cause they're like and- Kyler Murray got snubbed. 77 yes. overall like what so we're gonna have yes. to go over that type of stuff in the in yeah we're and we'll time. go like position by position type yeah. of life. I, know, I know i did this with chad last year so i'm very excited to i think we'll get into that maybe not maybe soon since it's fresh or we can wait until we're closer to the madden release but i think yeah we got we got a little bit of time here exactly so i think that'll be fun to talk about um let's move to the mlb real quick um, couple stories that I have here. Uh, the first one I saw a lot of MLB umps are pulling out of the season. I believe it's 10 right now is, is the official number. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's something that doesn't surprise me. If you think about it, there's some umps that are pretty old. So it, it really, it doesn't surprise me too much. Um, you gotta take your health first, man. And they're, they're part of really strong unions that are going to help them. They're 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 mm-hmm. still gonna be getting some sort of paycheck. It might not be a full paycheck, but it's still something. They're still gonna have their medical benefits. So hopefully those those guys that aren't doing aren't, aren't gonna be umping can stay healthy because we we want them back next year. No, I completely agree. It's just it's it. I think it is a little interesting. Um, I think it's going to kind of throw some. Uh, throw a little bit of a wrench into the game. I know I was watching the uh, Brewers, a little bit of the Brewers intra-squad game tonight. Um, and apparently all four umps were no-shows to the game. And they had to use, I guess, people on the team. Not necessarily players, I don't think. Like but a- just associate coaches of some sort. Like staff. Like, yeah, yeah, like staff members, um, I guess, had to do it. Not the end of the world for something like that. No, especially for an intra-squad game. But like... I just think, you know, we had, we, we had the replacement refs in the NFL. It, are is Do you think that's going to – do you think some experienced older refs pulling out, do you think that may have any effect on the MLB? You season? know what I think we're going to start seeing? 
remember that thing they were testing out in minor leagues? I believe it was last year. The, we're not the... going to see that this year. I don't think that'd be way too quick of a. It is. Like... It is. It is tech. The Robo Ump is technology that is ready to go right now. I suppose since they, since they've had it in minor league, it is technically ready to go. Yeah. But like, is it? That feels to me like something they need to decide early in the off season and like, okay, let's prepare for this for the entire off season. So, all right, you bring that up. Spring training. They're talking about putting a DH in for this season right now. Oh, it's already uh, yeah, already in. That was like something they talked about like two or three weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and they implemented. So, if you're talking about short windows, but that's that's replacing a one player in the lineup. That still changes the game. New technology. And it, it, it's technology that has been used by every single franchise at a, at a lower level. They're familiar with it to some capacity. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting. Maybe use it as, maybe use this season, have it there, but still have the umps and like try it out and see what the robo and see kind of how close it is. And I don't know. I, I didn't even think about that. I just don't know if that's necessarily realistic when today we are exactly, well, as of the time of recording this, we're a week away from opening day. So so here's I how know. I feel about this. If the MLB plays their cards right, they could do two umps. You have a play ump and a field ump. And you have a sky judge like they did kind of in the XFL. So if you need yeah. to call a safe out and you need to review it, there's automatically someone there with a controller, can a, a keyboard of some sort that's ready, already looked at it, can call down, say safe out. So if yeah. they get something. The only thing that they would miss out on, and you could probably call it to the sky judge on this too, would be the check swings on each line. Yeah. Um, but that's something you could probably. You pro- could even yeah. set I mean, the camera up perfectly to see that. Do you Do you think they have – backup umps that they that they're kind of calling out of the bullpen to replace those 10 i have a gut feeling that there's some younger umps working their way up the 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 umping tree that are pretty ready for this because that's at least i know for sure that's how it works in basketball now that i think about it i mean what minor league's not even playing this year nope Um, i'm sure they have a shit i i'm and when i heard about this at no point was like, oh, man, baseball's not going to come back or there's going to be some issues. I expected no. some umps to opt out of this because of the age thing. So it does not does not surprise me at all. Listen, MLB, I tweeted out at you earlier in the week. If you need someone to come in and make a quick – I can be a field judge. I've done it before for some, you know, Little League baseball. Just call <laughs> me up. We still have a week before the season. I can train. I got you. I make a whole Rocky montage out of my MLB training. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, the other uh, thing I had was a pretty big signing, in my opinion. I feel like it didn't get enough attention, but Yasiel Puig signing with the Atlanta Braves. Here's why I didn't get a lot of attention. First off, nobody really cares about baseball right now, unfortunately. Uh, second off, I think we stopped caring about Puig after he left the Dodgers. So Listen, like, <laughs> I don't know why, because this dude, he went and played in Cincinnati. That's why where careers go to die. Literally. Sorry, Wait, remember Scooter Jeanette? Yeah, no, me neither. Yeah. He went and played in Cincinnati and dude, played fantastic. He's a, yeah, he's but having a career resurgence. There. It doesn't matter. He's in Cincinnati. His career might as well be over. 
I disagree. I'm pretty sure they've had a quite a few all-stars. They have a solid ass team, but anyway, I want to talk about the Braves because (laughs) the Braves roster is absolutely, they have two starting outfielders that will not be starting this year. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Marcakis and Ender and Ciarte. One of them will be a DH. I can imagine. Well, that's the thing you could, you know, maybe they don't want Puig out in the outfield. He's a hell of a DH to have <laughs> like, and, but like you have Acuna out there, you have Marquecas, you have Marcelo Zuna, um, and you have Inder- Inciarte and you add Puig to that. You yeah. already have Danby, Dansby Swanson in the infield. They have yeah. Ozzie Albi, they have Freddie Freeman. They have a pretty this, good looking rotation too. This team is stacked. <laughs> yeah, they are. Holy crap. I'm scared of this team. I really am. Uh, their ace, their ace, Mike's Cora. Yep. Younger than you. <sighs> He's only a couple that, months older than me. That makes me feel great about yeah. my decisions. Hey, um, I got a new job today, by the way. Oh, congrats. We're going to have to, we're going to have to figure out a record. I'm going to be working full time now. <laughs> Ooh, fun. Like even more than I nice. we'll figure it out. I mean, I still close at nine so we can record. Yeah, that. it'll be fine. Um, um but anyway. Yeah, yeah what's I, Acuna gonna be doing? He's gotta be starting in center over what Ender? Yeah, he's gotta be starting yeah, in center. Uh yeah, he's gotta be. Like Inciarte, you can always move Acuna to right or left if you want Inciarte out there. Acuna's but like, got that those wheels, man. Yeah, but no, I but so does dude Inciarte's yeah. quick as shit. But, like, you still have Azuna out there, and you still have Marcakis, who is also a very solid outfielder. That's what I'm saying. They have five starting outfielders. It's ridiculous. And then you don't – like, that's not even looking at the MVP level for first baseman that they have. Their young star, Ozzy Elvis, at second base. Dansby Swanson, who is a freaking beast at shortstop. I don't even know who their third baseman is. Uh, I currently, know their third base is Camargo. Oh, or Austin Riley can also play third base in addition to uh, where else is he playing? I think second base, first base. Camargo sounds more. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. Yeah, it'll be. I feel like. I feel like Marquecas. Solarte is also on the roster, too. So, dude, they are that I'm scared of that team. I genuinely as you know, I'm 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 grateful that we won't have to play them as much in their regular yeah, season at, at all. Actually, if I'm correct. Right. Do we even have to play them yeah, at all this year? I, I don't haven't think looked so. At I think it's hard. all divi- it's all divisional or regional. So Thank God. we play the Twins and we play the White Sox. We play the Twins every year. We play the Sox most years. Yeah. Um, I genuinely think, and I've, I kind of wanted to do this earlier, but I didn't really time this out well. We'll have to do. Maybe we'll do another early episode next week, like Tuesday, Wednesday, pre- to preview baseball. I think we should do that since baseball yeah, starts. Definitely. Next week. Um. But I, I really do like the Brewers' chances in the in the what I'm calling the MLB Central. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting because the MLB Central area, like your Cubs, look the Cubs look really good. They they do the Cubs. The Cubs do not look as good. They don't look as good, but they always pull through. They always they pull have a through. new ma- new manager, rookie manager. That's fair, but we've also had a rookie manager. And look where that's gotten us, you know? Yes. So, is it who, – wait, who's their manager now? Um, It was their ca- their old catcher. Yeah, that's what's, yeah, it's the former players thing. 
That that's what I was thinking. So um, David Ross, David Ross, he was on the World Series team. Yeah, yes, Um, he was. Yeah, Grandpa Ross, they called him. Yes, because he was he was gray and bald. Um, No, he the I think there's something to be said about having a retired player come back and be your manager because the team camaraderie that ends up happening then it's everybody's on the same page. It's not like a ruler that is the manager bringing down a hierarchy like going down a hierarchy to the players through the coaches i don't Everyone's on the same look, page i'm not saying he's not going to be good i just think with the uncertain circumstances of this season specifically him being a rookie manager is not going to help them i i will however i don't know i'm i don't think every new player or every old player that becomes a manager is going to be cred council i think we got extremely lucky with the way he manages yeah um I'm not saying he can't be. I'm just saying it. I think it's unlikely that he is, but I just, I just don't think, I think the Cubs, there's a lot of turmoil there. I think Bryant still wants to leave. I don't know if his heart's in it, but he's probably playing for a contract somewhere else. Um, I don't know that that team is interesting. The Cardinals, we'll talk about this more next week. The Cardinals are still good. Um, I think the Reds are extremely good this year. I think the Reds are actually a top three team with us and the Cardinals, in my opinion. Um, Pirates, we don't need to talk about the White Sox solid i think uh, socks are honestly they put together a really good team yasmani grandal is really going to bring things together for them guaranteed um, rate park right is that what is that what they're calling it now guaranteed I guess, rate. yeah um that's no better than fucking am fam i'm never calling it that um, it, it's not that bad it could be a lot I, worse guaranteed rate no, is pretty yeah, bad that's fair i I've, I've called it the g spot before um <laughs> Who is that? Oh, the Twins, I think, are actually really solid. Um, God, who else is even in that division? The Royals? Eh, they're, they're pretty bad right now. Indians? Do we play Cleveland? I guess we play Cleveland. Yeah, we would play year. Cleveland. Um, yep. Here, I'm going to pull up the schedule really quick so we can just run through it. Um, yeah, it, it so, the, for this season, it's only division and interleague play within teams in your area. So it's the Central. Like, we yeah, play the Central. So, we, we, op- uh, we do a summer camp game against the Sox next Wednesday. And then um, we stay in Chicago. Yeah, and then we do Chicago Friday, um, Saturday, Sunday, Pittsburgh what, Monday, just, Tuesday, Wednesday. Just just list the different teams that we play. Yeah, so um, in Chicago till in Chicago for about a week, uh, then we go out to Pittsburgh, then we're at home against St. Louis, at home against the Sox, and then it's a double home, double away Sox, Reds, Twins, back on the road in Chicago, go up to Minneapolis, Pittsburgh reds pittsburgh and that's home and then we play tigers at home that's the other team we're, we're at cleveland at detroit then we get a homestand with cubs and cardinals and royals and then we go back on the road in cincinnati st louis and that brings us into october so i like i like our chances i do i like our team a lot yeah we, but- we should beat cleveland and detroit Th- those should be guaranteed wins just about <laughs> good and the royals and, and the pittsburgh. royals yeah and pittsburgh i don't even think they're a major league baseball team this season it's so. the other four teams in our division and then the Sox and the twins and i'm worried about i'll tell that. you pittsburgh has never been the same since andrew mccutcheon cut his hair i i've tried to tell people also i don't know i haven't mentioned it but if you're watching on youtube i have dave portnight here we don't like him but it's just funny we don't like him, but it, this is really it's funny. funny. It's, just, it's he's funny. just staying in there. Yeah. Also not sponsored by High Noon. I meant to cover that up. That's fine. Eh. I don't really care. Um, 
anyway, yeah, we're going to talk more baseball next week. I like that plan. Um, yeah. What else did I, what else do I have? Oh, here? the only other, I wanted to bring up um, Ella Della Don from um, hmm. WNBA player. She um, is one of those that um, was applying for medical exemption in their bubble and she did not get it. She has Lyme's disease. So her immune system is extremely compromised. She was talking Ooh. about all these pills and everything she has to take every day, and she couldn't. She, It's just impossible. So she decided not to go, but the Washington Mystics actually came out and said that they were going to pay her salary whether she was going to go or not. Because awesome. WNBA players don't have don't make NBA bank. Like, that's not a thing. So And she obviously can't go anywhere else in the world to play right now because of her yeah. health issues. So really good on the Mystics. I just wanted to bring that up just because that it's something really good going on, especially in a professional women's sport. So favorite yeah. NBA WNBA player. Deladon. Love Deladon. Absolutely love Deladon. I like Diggins, Skylar Diggins a lot. Mm. She's a walking Solid. bucket. Walking UConn, bucket. right? Yeah. UConn, right? Yeah. Uh no, she was a Notre Dame grad. Was she? Yeah, she played against UConn, I believe. I can I'll double okay. check that. I'll check that. For some reason, UConn was in my mind. But then again, most you know, <laughs> UConn was just unstoppable for a while. But um yeah, no, that's that's great. That, that, that's good to hear. I, I I like to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it and it'll be really interesting to see what goes on. Um also really quick too, there was another top recruit that ended up signing with the G League instead of going to a college. So that, I'm pretty sure that gives the G League select team six guys in the top 25, and one uh-huh. of them being the top overall guy in the class. So it'll be really interesting to see what ends up going on with that as well. I think that's big because the more that that happens, I think the more the conversation from the NCAA comes where they might start looking at paying people. I well, really do. It, it started already in California with being able to compensate players for using their likeness. Exactly. Um, it's sad that they actually had to make a law about that just to clarify because it was never necessarily illegal in the first place. Um, no, for any of you it. listening slash watching, go, go Google Ed O'Bannon. He's a buddy of my dad's. My dad was actually a part of it very briefly about the the likeness and all that. Um, that's a whole rabbit hole to go down. But that that's the start of paying athletes. And I was actually thinking about this today. I wanted to bring this up to you. If they could start paying college athletes, how do you manage the salary cap? What do you mean? So how does – is it like can you only pay by – is there going to be some sort of salary cap on how much you can spend on your athletes? For sport, I would assume so. Now, but who is that governed by? Conference? Is that governed no. by division? NCAA would have to. Because well, here's the thing: North Dakota State and you know Maryland are on two different levels financially. They would have the same cap. They just might not have the same money to spend, which is unfortunate. But that that's just. It's so just gonna, what if I you mean, take advantage of this as the NCAA and try to level out your playing field and you implement? A, a salary cap or a luxury tax to try to maybe push the wealth around a little bit, spread the talent pool. I think there's a lot that they can do to drive competition. Yeah, for that, sure. So maybe the NCAA should be looking at this a different way because more money could potentially be getting put into the NCAA athletics. If it's more well-rounded, think about all the merch sales there to get a chunk of, 
Think about all of the new TV deals that would be extended. NBC Sports would actually get people watching those games from the, the WCA or whatever. So um, the Big East also, I believe, if they didn't cancel, they postponed all their springs, all their fall sports in the last couple, last couple days. So that's gotcha. another conference that's also in, on board with that. So, um, yeah. The last thing I have on my notes before we wrap up, because we're approaching an hour. Yeah. I want to keep it. Yeah. I want to keep it under one. two this time. No, yes. I'm gonna, I want to keep it around the hour. Um, so uh, this weekend, Sunday night, uh, WWE Extreme Rules, or as they're calling it, the horror show at Extreme Rules. Um, and yes, I know I have a wrestling podcast. It's just been difficult right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but okay, so why um, are they, are they going to do something like what they did with WrestleMania? So I'm going to give you the matches. I'll give you the normal matches first. Okay. And then I will give you the other matches with the crazy stipulations. There's one. I... Mm, okay <laughs> so um sasha banks versus oscar for the raw women's championship Ooh. gonna be a phenomenal match yeah honestly should main event probably won't but that is oh. gonna be amazing um bailey defending her smackdown women's championship against nikki cross not as good but still bailey's still should really be good. good yeah bailey's bailey's really become a really good heel um then we have um, Apollo Crews defending his United States Championship against MVP eh, eh. should be pretty good. Well, eh. probably not. It'll be probably given about five minutes. I was about to say it'll be a um, quick one. And then uh, Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler, and that is a to be determined uh, match stipulation. Dolph gets to choose, but he's not telling him until Sunday. So interesting. It's probably going to be something stupid like a handicap match. It, uh, I was going to say maybe it'll be TLC. No, there's a special pay-per-view for TLC. Oh. Um, we'll a cage comes but, down from the ceiling. <laughs> so, <laughs> the other two matches. Braun Strowman not defending his title, just a straight match against Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend, in a Wyatt Swamp match. Swamp? Swamp. Swamp fight. Sorry. So are they going to fight in a swamp? They're going to go fight in a swamp. So is this going to be in the same vein as The Undertaker? I think so. I'm oh, so excited. Bless. That's amazing. I can't do it. It's either going to be so good like the Boneyard match or it's going to be shit and it's going to be really funny. <laughs> I can't wait. See, here's my thing. No Fiend? Only Br no Fiend on this one? No. So I think they're building to a Fiend eventual title win at SummerSlam. So they're kind of oh, prolonging that. They're okay. prolonging that by having this match. I thought so. he was always feeding when he got into the ring. I thought that was like not a always. Thing. So uh, the last show I think was Money in the Bank that Bray Wyatt versus Bronson <laughs> Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman, where it was just like Funhouse Bray, where he was in his Mister Rogers sweater. Yeah, yeah. Um. So now this one, he's going back to an old gimmick, um, that he had before to fight him. Yeah where he is like a cult leader, Hawaiian shirt, fedora yeah. type of thing. And then it's going to be the fiend. I think that's kind of what they're okay. building. So that one should be actually, it should be entertaining. I'm quite excited. <laughs> the last stipulation match. <laughs> now, normally if we just one-on-one -on -one, Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio should be a great match, right? Yeah. Let me read exactly oh, what no. the stipulation is. This match is an eye for an eye match. 
The match can only be won when one competitor extracts the eye of their opponent. What the fuck? Now, reportedly, and probably, they're using CGI for this <laughs> because it's pre-recorded. I cannot wait to see how fucking shit this that's is on going Sunday to look. Night? This is a Sunday yes. night national television? Well, it's on the WWE Network, but I think it's still on pay-per-view as well. I can't wait. I think it's go- th- that specifically is going to be so bad it's good, in my opinion. I think it's gonna be hilarious. I might have to. I might have to pick up WWE Network to watch that. Hey, use a different email. You get a free month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't used my my high, my like elementary school, high school one yet. So exactly. Just keep making. You can just use WWE Network for free forever. Just keep making new emails. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So that's that. <laughs> a swamp fight and an eye for an eye match. I cannot wait. <laughs> I. Cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm genuinely excited because I'm actually, I'm going up north with my normal wrestling group, and we, we haven't been able to watch a pay per view together since Royal Rumble. Um, oh, so I'm, I'm genuinely yeah. excited to go, to go watch that. Yeah, yeah, that'll and be fun. Who knows? Maybe I'll come back with some more championship gold. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm but still anyway. curious about this eye for an eye. I want to see what that's gonna I, look like. I'm so curious. I'm probably going to have to look away because it's going to look fucking gross, but I don't care. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I really wish they'd be more profane on those pay-per-views. Like, they, they really should be letting them go a little bit more. Like, fuck you. It's, like, it's, it's technically behind a paywall, so you exactly, might as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I understand your target audience is, like, middle school boys, but, like. Well, now they're target audience. You want to you know what the average the, the literal from the from the viewership numbers, the average age twenty or SmackDown show. 20, 30. Higher. Higher. 35. Higher. 50. Higher. What? What is it? 57. That's the average age? Average. That means more than half of them are probably older than that. <laughs> or are older or than that. Or just like two-thirds of the audience is over 50, and that's like throwing the wow that's really interesting that's that doesn't because they keep it's because they keep using randy orton who debuted in 2002 they keep using rick flair they keep using these names i'll say the undertaker Undertaker just retired that's what i'm saying they keep they they're not building new stars that's a whole nother discussion for another day that's why aew's average age viewer is probably what like 35 (laughs) i think i think Wrestling right now is in a weird spot. AEW, I think, is still I think it's low fifties, but it is still in the fifties. Yeah. But they're but they're consistently winning the uh eighteen to forty nine demographic, which the, is the key demographic for advertising. The growing one, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, it's very interesting. So yeah, that's all I got for today. Yeah, no, I think it's about bedtime. <laughs> it is about I still have to go <laughs> I still have to go pack. I haven't even eaten since work. Yeah, it's time to wrap this up. But anyway, thank you all for listening. Obviously, go follow us on Twitter at FRKL Podcast, at Howard J. Dingers, at Hanson McElvain. All the links are in the description down below. Keep going to check out. I know, so this will be releasing Friday. When you're listening to this, uh, the new Midwestern Nerds podcast will also be out. Go, uh, go support Chad and Brian. I'm really, I'm trying to push that because I, I'm, I'm really happy for them. They actually have a really good product going on. They've out got right viewership now, so. in Finland. Yes, I know. 
I think we do too, honestly. I, I think Ireland. I think Ireland is our number two. Something like that. Nice. I, I've looked at it before. So I, yeah, I know, right? That's pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah. So de- definitely go check them out. The link is also in the description for them. Merch, uh, you can check out there. I have a link tree. Uh, the link tree um, uh, link is now in the description of the podcast as well. So you can click on that. You can find the podcast and all the other uh, on whatever. Um, platform you listen on you can find the merch link you can support us um yeah i think that's i think that's all we got so thank you all for listening we will see you next week with our baseball preview goodbye and good night still can help with the disposition of just a young college kid with all the privilege stress beyond belief so catch us going through the villages keep an image of priscilla with the j dilla dilla need another dollar dollar in manila so vanilla with a swirl let the blade run Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I feel the is. hole in my soul with Palace and Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Feel the hole in my soul with Palace and Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo.